Welcome to another interview in our Spot Kick Inside the 18 series presented by Touchline Thoughts. We have a very special guest that we would like to welcome to the show today, Katia Snoyce. Hopefully I said that right. Um, Katia is currently playing for FCGB Bordeaux in the top flight in France, as well as representing her country, the Netherlands, on the world stage. Before France, um, Katia played for PSV in her home country. During the 2018-2019 season, she scored 20 goals in 24 matches for PSV, leading the club to a first place finish. Um, in France, she is currently tied for first in the league's ranking for key passes. Um, welcome to the show, Katia. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing uh, great. Just came back from a training session. So a little bit <laughs> Katia and I just saw each other at training. <laughs> we weren't really good today, but... Right. We play soccer. Yeah. Uh, before we give you a bunch of the questions, we have a listener on our show who's a friend of the show, who's a huge Vive Minima fan. Um, I just want to know, what's it like playing with one of the best strikers in the world? Yeah, it's re it's really cool, especially because I'm I'm a striker too. Yeah. Um, so for me, I always enjoy playing with really good strikers. And yeah, of course, FIFA is one of them. Like the quality she shows on training sessions, during matches, it it's looks, she makes it look easy. And for me as a fellow striker, it's just really, really nice to play with a kind of striker like her. So just learn, mm -hmm. look at how she does stuff and try to not copy things, but apply like some certain things to your own game mm -hmm. and find a way to make it work on your own. Um, you. Yeah, well, why don't we get into it? When did you first start playing soccer and, or like, how did you get involved with soccer? Um, I started playing soccer at the age of five. Um, and before that, I uh, always joined my sister's game, my older sister game um, on Saturdays. And apparently, like I've been told by my parents, I told them I wanted to play too. Um, so when I was five, uh, like the age limit in the Netherlands where you can join a club, I joined a club um, and that's where, where it all started. Did you have anybody like when you were younger that you kind of like looked up to or like in, in the soccer world that you were like, oh, I want to, you know, be like that someday, male or female? Um, well, I remember when I was younger, like I, I've always been a huge fan of Ajax, uh, the club from Amsterdam, of course. Um, so there were a bunch of players at that time who played there, um, which I really liked. Um, it's mainly Dutch Dutch uh, players like Snyder, uh, Van der Vaart, uh, Huntelaar, those kind of players. Um, but I also remember when I was younger, I really liked a uh, striker from AZ Milan, um, Inzaghi. I don't know if you uh, mm -hmm. know him. Yeah, we uh, do. <laughs> I actually had a fake shirt with his name on my back. Um, but that was when I was really young. And when I became a little bit older, of course, I grew up with Messi as a big star. Like, uh, yeah, I, I've, I'm still a fan of him. But when I was younger, I also really liked, like, the way he played. And um, for me, he's really, like, the kind of football you want to play. It's not really physical but it's just technical and really smart mm -hmm. um so but ma mainly Ajax players yeah well if you grow up watching them then yeah I mean, you're from the Netherlands so you, yeah so when you're younger you're, you're more focused on on the Dutch league 
and right then later and you're lucky to, to have a pro league there to go watch which is pretty cool so. yeah yeah really so were you were you able to see Zlatan Ibrahimovic when he started because no. like that was such a long time ago for no, Ajax. Yeah, that was that was before my my age. Oh my! That God. was before that my guy's age. still playing. A uh, fun fact yeah, by Zlats, he scored his first own goal in his entire career for the first time a couple weekends ago. So, oh, yeah, like I, I that that blows I my mind. One either, so <laughs> yeah, there you go. We're gonna keep Don't that trend. Don't jinx it, Katia. We have a game this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from your box. <laughs> Um, yeah, so in the intro, I kind of mentioned you played for PSV before. So how did you end up um, in France, in the top division in France? Uh, well, I played five seasons in the Dutch Women's League. Um, and at the time I played there, it wasn't like a really big league or a really competitive league. Um, so after five years, I felt I needed something else to like keep improving myself. And another step in the in the Dutch league would wouldn't be like the good option for me um so that's when I decided I wanted to go abroad and I I told told it my management and we talked about it um and that's where Bordeaux came in the picture uh and had some conversations with well Pedro at that time uh, the former trainer um and yeah his his vision on me on the club yeah really seemed good to me and seemed like the the next step in my career um and made me move to france yeah that's i mean it's i i agree like sometimes you have to change if you're not if you don't feel like you're getting enough from your league it's better to to try something yeah and especially because i feel like it's changing a little bit now like the dutch league is becoming a more bit more competitive but before there was only like two maybe three clubs um playing for the title and for me it was maybe an option to go to another club um in deadly like i played for psp and psv was playing for the title but it was it's still kind of the same level and i was really searching for yeah a little bit more yeah definitely um so last season you were kind of playing more in like a 10 position and now you're playing as a nine. Do you have one that you prefer or do you kind of like to switch through both positions? Um, yeah, I think it really also depends like how we play as, as a team, because I think if you really play um, like really attacking and you have the better position in the game, like playing as a 10 is pretty close to playing a nine. Uh, the way I play as a nine, uh, but I think I prefer to play as a nine. Um, but I think I'm not a really typical number nine. Like I'm not the most physical striker. Um, I also like to get the ball in my feet, drop down a little bit, get the ball lower on the field. Um, but on the other way, I also like to be in the box because that's where yeah you create the best chances for yourself. Of course. So, um, so more so like, um, I'm just trying to compare your play style a little bit. Is it like a Roberto Firmino sort of thing where he likes to come back, receive, be everywhere, and then go into that box and try and have that final finish? Because that's, that's sort of what I'm understanding. Is that sort of your mentality? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like trying to be involved in the game lower on the field. Yeah. But whenever like we get higher up the field, like, yeah, make make the right movements, choose your right spaces to go into to 
like yeah get your touches in the ball and try to create opportunities to finish uh, finish mm -hmm. the action for sure um just a quick thing about your your national team uh currently you guys have a um an american coach that doesn't speak dutch from what i'm understanding how is the language barrier and the adapting to the american football um been for you well i feel like comparing to france uh, in the netherlands we get taught pretty good english um so i don't think it's it's too hard for us um but it's I think it's demanding more concentration and effort. Like during meetings, it's you need to be more concentrated to catch up the whole meeting in English. Uh, but I think almost everyone feels comfortable to speak in English. So I wouldn't say it's it's a really big issue. It's just mm -hmm. getting comfortable to speak and deal with it. Mm -hmm. um, I think sometimes it's even maybe harder for him to try to adjust to the, the Dutch uh, culture. Yeah, no kidding. Really, really <laughs> different than the American culture. Yeah. <laughs> like we can be very direct and honest uh, mm -hmm. and re really say what's on our on our mind. Um, yeah, in American way of football, I think it's it's been maybe too too short period to really um, experience that. Mm -hmm. uh, because he also like let us know he doesn't want to change t too much things at one point or change too much uh, directly especially because we've been doing things which are working yeah. um, but I feel like his his way of play will slowly come more into the team the upcoming months and when he's totally with us yeah, yeah sure. when he's like fully settled and yeah you don't yeah. want to yeah you don't want him to come in like any new coach I think both of you have had coaching changes the last couple of years I know Paige has had four coaches in the last two years but yeah. like <laughs> like it, it, it's just how does the coach come into play and, and the way you've described it I think that's how I would do it is just yeah know, and he, he is also it. really aware of of the that's good oh, that's good because if you have a coach try and bulldoze through you're never gonna yeah the players aren't gonna get fired in six months uh, that's what's gonna happen i think especially with dutch the dutch culture <laughs> yeah um i guess so now that you have a new coach at the national level how is like what's the difference between him and serena so far uh um for what i have been experiencing he's way more um like uh aware of the human human side of, of the game. Mm -hmm. Like he really wants everyone to feel well, to uh, to participate like in, in the team. Mm -hmm. um, like be because he really believes, and... yeah, like if everyone feels well and is feeling comfortable, it will show off on the pitch. Um, and that we really need to work on like, yeah, the, the the way we talk with each other, like mm -hmm. how, how we should be a, a real team with each other mm -hmm. on the field and off the field. Um, and I think that's mainly what we've experienced so far. That's good. Those are good things. Like, yeah, I know. Positive. I mean, we've talked about this before. It's super important that they see you as like a human as well, not just as like a player. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I think there's more to the sport than the sport because there's people involved. And I mean, I can respect that for sure.
Yeah, definitely. Um, so I know you're doing a little bit of school too while you're you're playing. How do you balance that? Like, do you do you find you have time to do both, or is it overwhelming? Or well, I'm doing an online online uh, course. I would say uh, at the moment, um, and that's that's fine to combine. Um, I've done physical school before, and that was way harder because you really had to attend to classes, or you there were deadlines where you have to deliver stuff. Uh, but the way I work now, I can choose whenever I want to work um, at school or do, do stuff, um, which works fine for me because I have the, how would you say, the motivation and the determination to plan whenever I want to work at school. So for me, it's not a problem. I can like deal with that responsibility. Uh, but it gives me the space to just do stuff around training sessions. And whenever on a day when I feel tired, I can be like, okay, today I'm just resting, but tomorrow I'll do maybe some extra. You don't want to do Photoshop today? <laughs> too no, tired. too tired. What What are you You'll taking? You'll be on our bus like photoshopping pictures and stuff. Is that for your Is that for your program, or it's for just for fun? Uh, it's it's just for fun, but I um want to do graphic design um, cool. uh, study or like, uh, how would you say, classes afterwards. Mm -hmm. But I was just trying this to see if it's really, if I really like it. And so far it's really good. So well, if you want to do some graphic designing for us, we will give you <laughs> yeah, we would more work to do to play with. Out. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, what else do we have here? Do you, would you ever consider like mentoring other like young female athletes who are considering, you know, maybe trying to go play professionally or something like that? Yeah, I think that would be, would be cool. I think it's also, for me, I think it would be really important for young players to have a person like that who experienced like the same journey as they are right. going to uh, experience. Well, especially because um, you're you're a national team player, you know. So I think a lot of, I'm sure a lot of young girls from your like home country would definitely like appreciate that. And yeah, and I think too, and I think also what's maybe good like about our generation. I in the Netherlands, it's changing a lot. Like women's soccer have grown so much. So sometimes I feel like now the new generation doesn't really realize that, and what's right. really needed to become a like a professional athlete in the behaviors and on the field, outside the field, because they, they've been grown up with everything. They get everything. Mm -hmm. And for yeah. us, it's, it's different. I think we were already lucky. There was like another generation before us who had nothing and mm -hmm. we grew up with uh, already something. Right. Like um, paving the way a little bit. Yeah. And I think it's also good to, yeah, teach teach the girls, the new generation, that it's not, how would you say, um, it hasn't always been like this. Yeah. Right. It wasn't that easy before. No. Yeah. And also, I feel like women's soccer is still at a kind of fragile level <laughs> where it's not going to be always on a increasing line. Yeah, yeah. You have to keep working to make it keep growing uh, even more yeah. well and I'm sure you experienced that firsthand you know playing 
in France and playing for your national team. Like, yeah. how it's really like kind of, it's yeah. like a teeter totter, you know? Yeah. And in some countries it's going up, but then other countries are having more difficult times. Yeah. Yeah. We see it in the US right now, especially in, in the NWSL and stuff like that. So, yeah. Do you have any, like, what's one piece of advice you would give to like young players? Mm. tricky question yeah it is it is what it is <laughs> it is what it is um no, i would say um try to find um the, the right people around you who can uh help you develop yourself uh, in different kind of ways and who might also be critical um, and help you to look like at the sites you need to improve um, but also who will tell you when when you're doing good good stuff right who can do both like tell you yeah. when you're doing well but yeah. also give you like like constructive feedback yeah. and, like and feedback. Trust, trust those people around you Right. And of but, course, the, the best thing if for me, if that's your trainer, because mm -hmm. he he's the one always with you on the field. But right. I know for young girls, sometimes it's really difficult to take whatever has been said. So if you find the right people around you who you can trust and who you want to listen to, I think yeah. they can really help you develop. Yeah, definitely. No, I agree. Uh, what are you hoping for by the end of your playing career? Like, what is the one thing that you can say, this is my stamp on the women's soccer world or as a soccer player in general? Um, I would say that if I am my career, I hope that every, every like, first division women's team like in, for, let's say, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's, it's not a really realistic uh, goal, but let's say that every first uh, league, uh, for, let's say that every first um, division league in every country um, is a professional league. Yeah. So all the teams in that league can really like, focus on their sport yeah. and develop the league in their country yeah i agree I and it might be it might be difficult uh, because of the difference between the countries um but at least but yeah, that would be sort of like professional really good yeah yeah like there's yeah, still like so many leagues even in the netherlands where there are teams who are get paid so less or even get paid for like the gas yeah. And that makes it so hard to just focus on your sport well. Mm. Right, when you have to work and... Yeah, or study. And at the yeah, end, study. it affects the development of the league. And it's like a circle. Um, so it's hard to improve the league if the situation is still like that. Right. Do you have anything, like, personally that you want to accomplish by the end of your career? Um, I would love to get a league title. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that would be a goal um would it have to be at bordeaux or anywhere else if, if you decided to move on in your career 
Um, without getting without getting you into trouble with your current club. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course, if if we can reach with Bordeaux, it will be it will be amazing. Uh, but I think uh, the the difference in the French league with the two clubs PSG and Lyon right now are still maybe a little bit too high to aim for that goal with Bordeaux. Um, but maybe the next club I will go might be. Uh, the right, the right club to uh, aim that right, goal. to win a championship. Yeah, yeah, because you never know. Some club, some some leagues are a little bit more like balanced. Yeah, and, or like challenging, like uh, uh, yeah, yeah, balancing. Like uh, you don't know who's gonna get the title before. Right, exactly. In the French league is normally pretty settled. Yeah, it's <laughs> one of the two. Usually, <laughs> all you know. Yeah. <laughs> but for sure. Um, Katia, I have a question for you. What are three emojis you would use to describe yourself as a player? You <laughs> want to win the competition. Wait, That's kind of why we're asking. <laughs> for anybody listening, go check out Katia's Instagram. My... She's having a little giveaway right now, and you have to use three emojis to describe her as a player. So now you have to give us three emojis. You I'm going to see. Um... Top three that she pulls up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My emojis were fire, fire, fire. Those were the three. Uh, I think I would say number one is like the um, the darts, dart boards. Target, yeah. yeah, yeah. Why? You have to explain why. <laughs> For my like finishing, finishing, finishing the action, yeah. goals. Yeah. <clears throat> then I would say. Um, More difficult than I thought. <laughs> yeah, and you've it's asked your, your own fans competition. To do this. <laughs> um, I think one of these, but which one? You gotta use a soccer ball. Come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, she got the target. I think She's a... I was the bicep one. Okay. Because I'm like kind of type like of player who likes to yeah show them page. <laughs> um, day day. you see it <laughs> because i'm also a player who likes to work for the team and i'm not like the most technical team so i feel like that's also typical of my game that i'll make the runs i'll make the efforts um, to create chances and then the last one maybe <laughs> the footing running the running shoes. <laughs> yes, I hate it. No, uh, the last one. Yeah, it is a really difficult question. Yeah, because there's so many emojis too that you gotta yes. pick from. Yeah. And then you ask that question to all of us. Now yes, you see how hard it I is. I got a lot yeah. of answers, so people had less trouble than me. Yeah, they they found it easier to describe you. Yeah. It's always harder when you have to describe yourself. Yeah, true. And then in translated into emojis, then yeah. Uh, the third one. Maybe we have dartboard, we have bicep emoji. We need one yeah. more catchy. Come on. One come more. On. No, the get the one with the star eyes. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're gonna be a star. star. Yeah. Star. 
<laughs> that's that's our choice okay. for you. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that one. All right. All right. Star eye. Here's your star. Little star eye emoji. <laughs> it's difficult. Every time you talk, I'm just gonna comment these emojis from now on. <laughs> Freaking a smoothie. We got her new uh, target bicep today. Yeah, new superstar. Yeah, the white ones. They're nice. They're super nice. Irfan, anything else you'd like to know? No, that was great. What a way to end it with the emojis. That was good. <laughs> it was, I didn't see that question coming. Oh, oh, oh we should you. send me the pictures. Uh, the questions. <laughs> yeah, next time we'll send you the questions. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, shit. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts before we, we sign you off here? No, just uh, enjoyed the small talk with you guys. Well, thanks for, thanks for joining us on our show. Um, what is your Instagram and stuff so our followers can go find you? Um, comment on your, get your win your giveaway. Try to win. Uh, my Instagram is just my name. So Katja, at Katja Snoes. Um, at Twitter, it's uh, at K-K Snoes. I think with even, I don't know how you say that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Underscore. Yeah, but then low. Yeah, underscore. underscore. The low line. Oh, line. I couldn't even find the word line. Um, And that's basically my... Yeah, Facebook too, but I think it's my name. And they find me. Google you for that one. Yeah, they can do. Yeah, we'll do Instagram and Twitter because we can tag those. (laughs) Yeah, Um, and make sure that you comment to win her giveaway. It's what, jersey and then two pairs of cleats, game-worn cleats? Yes, exactly, until next Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. until next Tuesday. So make sure you go like and comment for- How are you picking game. a winner? Um, I think just randomly. Oh. Just randomly. Whoever gets the closest to-, to the- Maybe so look a little bit at the emojis, but I saw it's a lot of the same emojis, so. Yeah. Yeah, we'll pick random. Yeah. I want to be there when you choose. But all right, Katya, well, thanks for joining us for our quick little interview today. We appreciate you taking the time because I know you've got stuff to do. And today we had afternoon training, so it can be kind of long, but um, we appreciate it. And um, we normally get some good feedback after we've had players on. So you might have to come back for a second, <laughs> um, second no interview. But yeah, thanks again. I think that does it for for today. We'll We'll catch you on our next episode. We'll catch you on our next episode.